Ramble. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of You Can Sit With Us. I'm one of your hosts, Becky, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello. And Ariel. Hi. And we have our podcast, Pixie Miles. Hi. And our Pixette Rainy hanging out in the studio. Just as a heads up, you might have heard this last week, but they are filming something outside and they're a little noisy. So if you hear a little chitter chatter in the background, you can blame the Try Guys. I don't know if you guys know the Try Guys, but they're they're kind of loud. They're kind of loud. People. Like, I don't know, when Keith and Ned get on camera together, Zach too, actually. Zach is not like a loud man, but when he gets on camera, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of surprising even to me, you know, like living with a human who is just sort of a loud person, like the volume of them on camera is next level. Yeah. They got to get that energy up. Yeah. Energy up. Yeah. Well, you guys, last week we talked about a lot of adult things, mm-hmm. but we also mentioned that we had a game and some advice to give out. So mm-hmm. we're just going to actually jump right in to giving you guys the good, good. Ariel, do you have an audience question for us? I do. Wow. Hit us these with are, it. These are great. These are long. I love this. Okay. Uh, I'll just, I'm just going to start at the top. Yeah. Dear Try Gals. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Try Gals. Hi, Gals. Uh, I just want to start by saying I love listening to your podcast. Thank you. It's my favorite thing to pop on while I'm going on a hike or just doing chores around the house. I'm emailing because you are all wise and independent women who I can trust to give me sound advice. Wow. Okay, that's just made my day. Currently, I am six weeks out from a cross-country move to college and three weeks out from my planned breakup with my boyfriend. All right. This is, this is getting interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My partner and I have been together for a year and a half and it's by far the most serious relationship I've been in. Mm -hmm. We have planned since the beginning of our relationship to break up before college because we didn't want to do long distance or make each other Mm. feel limited. And we knew it was the right thing for us to do. However, we did not foresee that we would both end up enrolling in the same school. Oh, We are still going to break up in three weeks, but I am very unsure how things will pan out once Mm. we go to college. I fear that seeing him with another girl is going to cause me additional stress and heartbreak, which I don't need at the beginning of college. Mm -hmm. I know that after we break up, we will still be close friends, but I'm having a hard time thinking how I'm going to manage my feelings and pain. Thanks and love. Yeah, that's really hard. Hopefully uh, you guys are in different majors or different classes, even if you are in different majors, I feel like colleges are a lot larger depending on your college than uh, high school and middle school. I feel like I need more information too. It seems like I'm like, well, I get if you don't want to do long distance and you don't want to feel like you're limiting each other when you first get there because um, like, yeah, you would miss out on certain things because you'd be FaceTiming or calling or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little confused at why they're still breaking up, even though they're going to the same college. Mm. Right. If you think you're going to be sad that you broke up with this person when you see them, yeah, then maybe just see how it goes and don't break up. I don't know. I mean... I'm kind of on that train too. Or, but, but maybe because they're having this conversation, it means that they don't do. see a future together. Right. So... Then I guess, yeah, if you don't want to, if you don't want to go into college with a boyfriend, even if it's your boyfriend mm-hmm. yeah. that you had in high school. Yeah. I guess, yeah, break up and just, I feel like my only advice is ever like get a hobby. Like I, <laughs> where I go with everything. I'm like, well, you could join a club. You could, you'll be making other friends. I'm like, yeah. You will. And yeah. there is something to say about, you know, like starting fresh when you go to college. Mm-hmm. Um It is tough, though, you know, when trying to start fresh and still seeing the person that you like know and love. Yeah. You know, Um, and so, yeah, I I mean, I would say if you want to start fresh and and break up and Mm -hmm. and like, you know, the reason that you would be doing that is so that you could start fresh in college. Mm -hmm. And so either do it 110 percent. Or don't do it at all. Because if you're doing it halfway, 
then you're only causing yourself hurt and you're not, and, and, and you're not accomplishing yeah. the thing that you wanted to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Right. That's very true. Yeah. You know, cause then if, if you're just going into college and you feel sad every time you see this person, then, mm-hmm. then what's the point? And you're going to still try and be friends. Yeah. yeah. That gray area can be a really tough to navigate. Mm-hmm. I would say, don't let there be a gray area. You know, you're either friends mm-hmm. or you're not. You could still, she's, I don't know, depending on if she's made up her mind 100%, you can, you don't have to be rushed into breaking up right before school starts. You can like see how it goes and then decide because maybe things will be more clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe you live across campus from each other or something and it's just, and it's impossible to see each other. Then it's like, okay, this is like long distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, Becky, you did long distance in college. Yeah, we didn't do long, long distance. Keith was only like two-ish hours away, but he was traveling a lot for, mm. um, he was touring. Right. So sometimes it was. But yeah, I would say if you, the thing with long distance is if you don't see yourself being with that person for a long time, like if you don't think long distance is worth it, then yeah, you should absolutely break up. It yeah. just means that you're not. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. So like if if you don't want that work and that's too hard, then yeah, don't do it because mm-hmm. it's just going to prolong the inevitable, you know? That's why I think, yeah, I like your advice if, if you're, you either need to be 110% or not, you, either way, mm-hmm. living in that gray area is just, I think, going to cause her more stress than yeah. good. And it sounds like they did all of this great planning beforehand, yeah. you know, where they like planned to break up. Like very mature, like it's conversation for high schoolers. To super have. mature, yeah. yeah, super mature, and and it seems like you're just breaking up because you had this plan, um, which you know there, no shame in that. Like stick with the plan, but uh, yeah, it looks there being a kink in the plan kind of does make it a little bit more difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah the going to the same college, mm-hmm. huh? no longer long distance, no longer long distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, you know, there are two people in this relationship. So we got to, we got to talk about that too. Like if, yeah. if she doesn't want to break up and he's like, I kind of do, mm-hmm. then, then that's the time when you say, okay, we're sticking with the plan. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna push this. Uh, we're going to be friends and I'm gonna, I'm going to let this go. Mm-hmm. Well, Case we nailed plus. that. <laughs> Good job us. <laughs> we killed it. All right. Oh, okay. Here's another one. Hello. I was hoping to get some advice for some boy trouble. A lot of boy trouble. I am a <laughs> female college student, and I'm pretty sure a guy I'm friends with likes me. <gasps> he graduated a couple of years ago. Ooh, an older man. He, he's been consistently messaging me since the pandemic started, once oh. every couple of months or so. Hmm. Since we're friends, I've responded, but I don't like him that way, and I didn't want to lead him on. Mm-hmm. So my replies have been brief but polite. I saw him for the first time since spring 2020, and I could sense that he wanted to ask or say something to me, but he never ventured into the relationship topic. I walked home with him, and he hugged me really tight before we parted ways. I tried to be stiff so he could tell I didn't share his enthusiasm. I don't know when I'm going to see him again, but I want to somehow convey to him that I'm not interested in a relationship and he should move on. I'm really bad with dealing with friends who are attracted to me. So I want to do it in a way that won't be messy or rude since he doesn't deserve that. Any thoughts? Hmm. Also, they, I love you all so much. Can't tell you how helpful <laughs> yeah. this podcast has been over the past year. Oh, so how do you deal with somebody? Who, you friend zone them who likes you, you talk about you somebody that you're interested in and ask for their help. Yeah. Or you could have this serious conversation when you sit down and are like, Excuse me, I don't like it when you. Yeah, I don't think you have to be polite to people that make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Is kind of my mm-hmm. general thoughts on that. Like, if a guy friend is making you uncomfortable with, and not even in the sense that you're like, oh, that's too much. But if you're uncomfortable being around them, mm-hmm. you should just have an honest conversation and say, hey, you know, sometimes when you hug me, or when we're having a conversation. I'm getting the vibe that you want this to be more than a friendship. And I just want to make sure that we're both on the same page here because I really, I love our friendship and I don't want it to change. But it sounds like she's like, like stiffening up when he hugs her and like being really brief in their conversations. I'm like, okay, are you even friends at that point? Right. Or is it just a guy that's 
being kind of making you uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it sounds like he's the one who's like messaging her. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure that she appreciates the really, you know, like enjoys the relationship. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like, yeah. Interesting. I, I'm not usually the, so I'm a very non, non-confrontational person, you know, and I feel like I, I feel like I could have written this in the sense that, you know, oh, I don't want to be rude. I, I don't want to like, yeah. you know, have a conversation about it. Like, how can I, how can I have this conversation without having the conversation, mm. you know? Yeah. Has this ever happened to you? Um, where like a close guy friend was like making advances. Um, yeah. In college. Really? But eventually that person found another person and that's kind of how yeah things went. You just sort of waited it out. I just like, I don't, I never had like the full blown sit down conversation. I would just, I don't know. I just would just avoid laugh. Them. Avoid. Get stiff when you, yeah. when you. I think it was during a point where I was dating someone too, where I was just like, no. Yeah. I'm like not. this, this no, clearly it was, not, I didn't happened. take it that seriously. So I was just like, mm, this person does this with like everybody. So I'm just going to. Yeah. Avert. <laughs> Interesting. I would like to be the person who would have that conversation, you know? Yeah. But uh, sometimes I'm not. I think it depends on how close you are with a person. Yeah. yeah like true. if it was a really close friend and like it really meant something to me, then obviously, yes. Right. Yeah. 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 That's why I'm thinking they're not like that close of friends. Yeah. Like right. the way she described it, maybe at like first she was like, yeah, we're friends. But like reading the email back, it's like, I, it doesn't really seem like you want to be friends with him because you didn't talk about like she didn't really talk about like the highs of their friendship she only kind of talked about the things that made her uncomfortable right Mm -hmm. and I think we're so conditioned especially like as women to be like very polite and yeah just nice yeah and so like the idea of like it's not rude to tell someone you don't like them yeah (laughs) that's not a mean thing to do right right it's just that's that's just honesty that's just yeah you don't need to sacrifice yourself or ego uh, to yeah to make someone like if it's going to make him feel bad that you said you don't like him, then that's kind of a him problem and not a you problem. Right. Like, cause you, it's making you feel bad to be around him right now. Yeah. So Becky, you give some seriously good advice. <laughs> I am, I am living for this right now. Like this is advice that I needed as a teenager, you know, like, like I'm just, I'm just imagining this, this hug in, you know, this hug where she's like, you know, like being, you know, where she's basically accepting like, you know, like she's, she's, basically telling him with her body language, don't touch me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and yeah, you're so right. Like we are, we are conditioned and trained to, to, to just sort of accept that and, and like not say that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, like that is like just kind of saying out loud what that hug was. Yeah. Is that's an uncomfortable situation Mm. that she was put in. Yeah. And, and yeah, she should say something. Yeah. It, you, you don't like, yeah, there's nothing wrong or mean about saying I don't have romantic feelings for you. Yeah. It would make the whole, their whole relationship even more like easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's honestly too like the kinder thing to do mm-hmm. because if he's, you know, trying to pursue you or thinks, you know, something is going to happen or is happening that isn't. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's nicer to just be like, Hey, that makes me really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I really like our friendship, but yeah. Yeah. I love that. I don't appreciate this. You right. Well, all right. (sighs) Man, I'm done. We are so freaking good. (laughs) On fire. On fire today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh guys. Also an update on our last, am I the asshole? (gasps) Oh yeah. Uh, Thank you to anyone who's DM'd us. We did see it. Uh, the the girl who was dancing and was shamed by her boyfriend and his for parents, like baking naked for mm-hmm. baking yeah for being totally adorable and doing something super fun they broke up because he is emotionally manipulative yeah yes. way to go girl Basically, screw Nate yeah screw Nate yeah good for you yeah oh man I love that mm-hmm. I feel like we changed her life. But also everybody else on Reddit changed her life. Yes. Everyone on that Reddit thread also was like, girl, no. Get thousands out of and there. thousands of replies. Yeah. And she yeah. wrote like a really nice like update of like, thank you guys. Like hearing all of your responses, like from the people on Reddit, she was like, hearing all of this was like very like solidified everything for me and like helped me see things that I didn't see before. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God. 
Reddit can be used for good, <laughs> not just chaotic evil. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Reddit is a kind of a, a fun place. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be a uh, like a black hole mm-hmm. of terrible things, but it can also be a very, very interesting place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I, I'm always looking up strange things and Reddit has the answers. Yeah. <laughs> crowdsourced mm. crowdsourced mm. answers yeah. that's mm-hmm. right straight crowdsourcing you guys ready to move on yeah. yes give it to us what's okay, our next one hello ladies of you can sit with us i have been such a fan of the podcast it's truly got me through quarantine these past two years i moved this summer for graduate school to a new city one mm-hmm. of the first things i did after moving was explore my neighborhood and find a good coffee shop mm. i found the perfect one a block from my apartment and have become a regular customer one of the baristas I and I run into each other all the time, especially when he is biking to and from work. He always says hi to me and we exchange niceties. I feel like we're both flirting and I'm starting to develop a crush. Oh, lately he's been drawing cute pictures on my coffee cups and he always makes my coffee first. Mm. How have you known someone is into you versus just being nice? Mm. Also, do you have any advice for how to go from casual flirting to asking someone on a date? Ooh, that's a good one. This I is, know this how is much... a funny one right after the other one. I know, that we does. the opposite. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you think that he's flirting with you, but you mm-hmm. don't want to flirt back. And now it's the opposite where, okay, I think he's flirting with me and I am interested. Mm. Uh, okay, so middle school Ariel says, get your friend to tell him that you like him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Tell the other barista, hey, is that guy single? And and then she'll say like, oh, well, yeah. Uh, and then later in the back, she'll tell him that you asked. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. So college Becky Mm -hmm. has done this before, has Uh been in a similar situation. Were were you the barista or were you the coffee drinker? I was the coffee drinker. Okay. Ah. So it was a Calzone place. I frequent (gasps) Calzone. And there was a really cute guy that worked there. And this was between like, I had a boyfriend before Keith for a little while. And then I had like, you know, a year of singleness. Okay. And then. This was in that year of single. So you know the year of yeah. So Calzone man. <laughs> Calzone man. <laughs> in the year of single. We called him like DP Del Hottie, I think is what was like our nickname for him. So one night I just got my Calzone. I got the receipt. I wrote my phone number on it. Yes, of course you did. I up to the register and was like, hey, if you're single and ever want to hang out, here's my number. And like walked out. <laughs> That's like but a good wait, friendly way to do it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. But wait. Full ran away. <laughs> but if, if it didn't happen... What happened to your calzones? Did you go back? Okay, so it did. We did end up going on like a few casual dates. He was nice, but we just didn't. You know, it didn't go anywhere. Uh-huh. So we maybe hung out for like a month, um, and then yes, I never went back to DP Doe in person. I always had to like call order it pick in, up, order oh, pick up. My roommate no. would go pick it up. I was like, oh no, DP Doe's been ruined. Oh no. Okay, so it sounds like sounds like what we're saying is this girl needs to scope out a new coffee shop. <laughs> First, just to make sure that there are options <laughs> if it doesn't happen. Oh, no. it, sounds like, it sounds like he's a really sweet guy who draws little car- yeah. Like, yeah. cartoons on her cups. Yeah. But also he could just be a really sweet guy who, you know, mm-hmm. with like a wife and kids at home. Yeah. <laughs> who yeah. draws really sweet things on her cups. And just likes to have you know, fun like, friendships he, at he work. He just yeah. enjoys his job. Yeah. yeah. So, hmm. Well, but yeah. drawing stuff on a coffee cup, that's like, that's really going. And like doing her coffee first, that's kind of going the extra mile. But yeah, yeah. But we also, need to check. We need to check and make sure that this person is single and interested. Right. So yeah, you have to make sure you the person ask. is single and interested yeah. first. And, yeah. and you do have to ask. And it's inevitable that it, if they say like that, if it becomes awkward, mm-hmm. it's going to be awkward every time you go into that coffee shop. Yeah. You know, mm. Right. But she can do it in a way that Becky did. It was like, hey, ball's in your court if you ever want to hang out. Yeah. Okay, bye. Wave. Yeah. yeah, and then you just pop out. And if they say no, oh, well. You can yeah. still get your coffee. There, you there were nice. baristas in the sea, you know. Yeah. I mean, I was joking earlier about the middle school technique, but. It seems um, like it's holding true we, in this can situation. We bring that, can we bring that back into the conversation here? Yeah. Like, yeah. what if, what if you asked another barista and was like, hey, is that guy single? Yeah. You know, because that way. It's not weird. Like you had, you, you didn't ask him yeah. and you never like actually talked to him about it. And so if the, like, if the girl says, yeah, he is, 
then you have a green light to give him your number on a receipt or something like that. Mm -hmm. But if she says, no, 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 he's, you know, married, he's a grandpa, you know, like <laughs> then at that point, he's you're like, button. he's actually 70 years old. Right? <laughs> you're like, okay, great. I can still drink my coffee here and enjoy the, you know, the pictures that he draws on my cups, but yeah. I, I don't need to pursue this. Yeah. Okay. So and it's only awkward if you make it awkward. Yeah. It's only awkward if, if he's like, right. if you do the drop your number off or you ask someone if he's single and they're like, oh, he's not single. Or he says, no, actually I have a girlfriend. Um, just be like, oh, okay, be that's like, cool. Cool. I'll have an iced Americano, the usual. Like, <laughs> thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Bye. Yeah. What about I have a friend? Oh, don't do what the, about the that. Lie? Yeah, the, the lie. Don't do the, the lie. I have a single friend. I have found no, that like doing extensive no. lies, it just <laughs> it it makes you uncomfortable because it, it's too much. Yeah. Uh. Just be. Man, just be honest. Yeah. I love this. The elaborate lie. <laughs> I feel like, always gets you I in trouble. Like, <laughs> I feel like Becky is is given the like you guys are really given the advice of like who I want to be and who I wish I was like 10 years ago. You know? Oh. Like I have definitely been the sort of person to be like Hey, um, my friend is single. Um, like, oh yeah, do you... I feel like I was definitely guilty of that as fourteen. The elaborate lie, like, yeah. oh, so um, X, Y, and Z, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> no, I can't go out with you, um, because I'm busy, but also I have a crush on your friend. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Keith and I only started dating because I told my friend that I thought he was cute, and then she immediately told him. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, there the you middle go. school. Middle school oh, still man. goes through college. Yeah. It's true. That's so true. It works. Um, okay, so we have decided what what is our advice on this? My vote mm -hmm. is just be honest. Pop up. Say mm -hmm. hey, hello, what's up? You wanna not have a coffee one day? Wink, wink, wink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay. If you're interested, here's at, my number. At the risk yeah. of never eating a calzone again. <sighs> well, that was only yeah. I will say it was difficult to not be able to go back into DP Doe until I was sure he wasn't there. <laughs> that was stressful. Um, but, you know, there's delivery. There's takeout. There's yeah. another there's another coffee You can do shop. order pickup at your coffee shop. So when you arrive, your order will be there with your name on it. And you just run in and run out. Yeah, just pop <laughs> in. And who but, knows? But hey, don't, maybe it's a don't cute, make it awkward. Yeah, yeah don't maybe make it it's awkward. a cute story of how you met then. Yeah. You know, it could go well. That's yeah. true. You just got to take the chance. I out. do. I do take feel like chance. you need to take the chance. Yeah. You know, don't just, don't just let this go on for years, you know, saying hi to the guy on his bike. And then, and then you think about the, the relationship that could never have, that, that never was. Yeah. You know, you don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Regret sucks. Just take a chance. Just on. take a chance. <laughs> Take a chance on love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another successful advice. <laughs> we are killing it. Ooh. Okay. We're moving on to Am I the Asshole? <gasps> Ooh. Oh, this one's funny. It. All right. Am I the Asshole for deleting my friend's wedding photos in front of them? Oh. Need I'm to not, know more. <laughs> I'm not really a photographer. I am a dog groomer. I take lots of photos of dogs all day to put on my Facebook and Instagram. It's my thing. Uh, if that makes sense. Okay. Cool. Nice. Nice. A cut she and a photo that. with every appointment. Oh, and I oh. very seldom shoot things other than dogs, even if I have a nice setup. Okay. A friend got married a few days ago and wanting to save money, asked if I'd shoot it for them. Hmm. Problematic. I told him it's not really my forte, <laughs> but he convinced me by saying that he didn't care if they were perfect they were on a shoestring budget and I agreed to shoot it for $250, which is nothing for a 10 hour event. That is a long time. Yeah. Okay. On the day of I'm driving around following the bride as she goes from appointment to appointment before the ceremony, taking photos along the way. Mm -hmm. I shoot the ceremony itself. And during the reception, I'm shooting speeches and people mingling. Mm -hmm. I started around 11 AM and was due to finish around 7:30 PM around 5 p.m. the food is being served and I was told I cannot stop to eat because I need to be photographer. In fact, they did not save me a spot at any table. I'm oh. getting tired and at this point, I'm kind of regretting doing this for next to nothing. Mm -hmm. It's also unbelievably hot. The venue is in an old veterans legion and it's like 110 degrees Fahrenheit and there's no AC. <gasps> 
I told the groom I need to take off for 20 minutes and get something to eat and drink. There's no open bar or anything, and I can't even get water, and my two water bottles are long empty. He tells me I need to either be a photographer or leave without pay. (gasps) With the heat, being hungry, being generally annoyed at the circumstances, I asked if he was sure, and he said yes. So I deleted all the photos I took in front of him and took off saying I'm not his photographer anymore. If I was... To be paid $250, honestly, at this point, I would have paid $250 just for a glass of cold water and somewhere to sit for five minutes. Was I the asshole? They went right on their honeymoon and they have been off a whole of social media, but a lot of people have been posting on their wall and talking about photos with zero responses. Okay. Oh, I feel like you're not friends anymore. I'm so um, sorry. Yeah. But also, how, do, how feel- does one recover? Okay, so so there's a couple of issues uh, that we need to address in this. Uh-huh. Some first OSHA of all, violations. So some OSHA violations. Okay, first <laughs> yeah. thing. First thing, I have to I have to wonder why was she hired to be a photographer mm-hmm. uh, if she's not a photographer? Like there is that. So yeah. is it because you were friends with this person? In which case, you are clearly not friends with this person if they took advantage of you like that. Yeah. Okay. So that's question number one. Mm-hmm. Question number two is why on earth would you accept $250 for a 10 hour event? Like either you're getting paid to be a photographer or you're not getting paid and you're doing it because you're a friend. Right. Yeah. Also I've, the groom, what good pictures are going to be taken when everyone is eating? Let the photographer eat. Yeah. I know. <laughs> sounds like this guy's just a dick. Yeah. It sounds like not a very good friend. No, a terrible, terrible friend. And just kind of took advantage of the situation. And also, I'm sorry, but you get what you pay for sometimes. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to pay 250, you're going to get 250 worth of service. Yeah. And 10 hours, no breaks in 110. No, that's ridiculous. That is not enough money. I mean, honestly, there. Okay, so there's a lot of uh, extraneous information in here about like where it is and the fact mm-hmm. that there was no AC and like no open bar, all that kind of stuff. That none of that really matters to me. Like the big thing for mm-hmm. me is that like you were treated poorly. Uh, you were getting paid nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were supposed to be friends with this person, and you're doing this as a friend, mm-hmm. you know. And so at this point, it's like this person is not your friend. Uh, but also I have to say coming from the other, okay, so let's talk about that. And then I'll talk about the issue that I have with this. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying as somebody who, who did, okay. Coming from the other side of the person getting married, the person getting married, okay. You, you have somebody taking photos and you've, go through your wedding day uh-huh. with somebody mm-hmm. taking photos. Uh-huh. And yes, you are an asshole. Like that, that groom is an asshole for treating yeah. you badly, but also like they don't have any other photos. And so you just deleted all the, uh, you know, all, all of the documentation of their day. Yeah. And that sucks. So yeah, that was an asshole move. Mm-hmm. Um, the situation that you were put in, it was not Okay. But the fact that you did that and and basically made it so that they have no documentation of their day, um, that's a real asshole move. That's like a seriously terrible thing to do. I feel like it's just a little petty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, it was petty. But in the heat of the moment, in the heat of the day. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, you're pretty treated pretty unfairly. So I could see getting a little more dramatic about how you deal with it, especially if he was like. You could leave without pay. It's like, yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's like, fine, then I'm going to leave. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of like a breakup with your friend situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they don't really seem like a friend. Yeah, absolutely. But those photos are so important. Well, other people take pictures. I guess. Yeah. I think most like, of our favorite pictures from our wedding, other people took. And like, how good are those photos actually going to be? Yeah. She even said she does doggies. She yeah. has pictures of doggies. But it sounds like she was taking them on like a real camera. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. not just her iPhone. Yeah. And so, and like, she, you know, she could have possibly been the only one documenting like certain t- parts of the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, you were treated very poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also did a really petty and assholeish thing. 
Yeah. Thoughts. As a future yeah, bride. Thoughts, thoughts oh my gosh. As a future bride. Oh, I, we're going to say right now, none of us are taking pictures I of know, your wedding. I know. Yeah, I don't think nope. I would ever put that whole responsibility on a friend. I had a friend who's a wedding planner and she always wanted to plan my wedding. And I just think that I would really want my friends to just enjoy being at my wedding and not mm-hmm. being That's put in a situation thing. where they have to work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, I mean, like no it's table really for nice of that friend to have done that for her friend, but the situation that the other friend put her in and not giving her a break and the working conditions, it just seems, oh, it seems like the all around, everything that happened, awful. Yeah. Awful, awful. Awful, awful. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and this person is not your friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's the moral of the story. Friends wouldn't do that to you. Friends mm-hmm. wouldn't do that. And so maybe the question here is like, did you think this person was your friend? And if that's the case, like maybe you need to think a a little bit more about your friends. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's one asshole in this story and then something someone did was an asshole move. Yes. Right. Yeah. They stooped back down to this other person's level. Cause you could have taken the higher ground and, and been like, okay, I'm leaving uh, because you were treating me badly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, or you, I'm going to take your photos and if you don't, pay, I'm leaving now. Mm-hmm. I yeah. won't delete your photos, but if you don't compensate me, I'm not yeah. going to give them I'm to not you. going to give them to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to channel Becky and like Becky's confidence and, and, and like, you know, sort of what would, what would be the, like the ideal situation to come out of this? You know, it's like yeah. you are treating me badly mm-hmm. and that is not fair to me. Yeah. So I am leaving, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to take the higher ground and uh, you can pay me for what the, the work that I have done today mm-hmm. um, and I will give you your photos. Yeah. Um, you know, despite the fact that I was treated very poorly, um, but yeah. also I'm leaving because you're treating me like a jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that is not what happened. Not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> not what happened. Yeah. I think Maggie's on the, got the right, like, there is an asshole and it's the groom mm-hmm. photographer. You did a thing that was assholish. Yes. Yeah. 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 And okay. you could have made a different choice, but very stressful situation. Mm-hmm. You were like, yeah, being tortured. You know, <laughs> yeah, you, were, you were clearly dehydrated. And yeah. we nobody makes good decisions when they're hungry, you know, <laughs> sweating, <laughs> they're took us off yeah. and yeah. Uh, upset. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly upset. Yeah. I would say um, don't be friends with that person anymore. Yeah. No. Which you're probably not. Probably not after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a horrible wedding. I 110 know. degree heat. 110. Sounds awful. Melt. But also she was like, there was no, the one hang up that I had about the open bar thing. I'm like, well, there's no open bar, but there's still a bar where they have water. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or did she mean that there was zero bar? There was nowhere for anyone to get a drink? Huh. You know? Sounds like a really terrible one. Sounds wedding. like, yeah, if she couldn't find us a, a spot to get some water, mm-mm, that's, mm-mm. that's no good. I feel like these pictures aren't going to be good because everyone's just miserable. Yeah. Yeah. So you're welcome. <laughs> it is that. It's just, just a miserable, hot, sweaty wedding. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> hey, I mean. <laughs> Another one. Another one. We killed that one, guys. <laughs> oh, man. I. I really, when I need to like solve a problem of my own, mm-hmm. I'm going to start channeling Becky yeah. because I feel like, <laughs> you know, I feel like Becky, she, she kind of comes into these conversations with like, no, I am, I'm a strong, confident woman and you can't treat me like that. You know, <laughs> I feel like sometimes I care too much about other people's feelings. Um, <laughs> not saying that you don't, Becky, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not the direction I was going with that. <laughs> Well, but but like I'm you know, the asshole. <laughs> no, but but like I I that is the that like that is the the answer that I want in most mm. of these situations mm-hmm. is like no I need to stand up for myself. You just need to have more sensory issues as a child. <laughs> you get really comfortable telling people I don't like this. I don't like, well, like as I children don't like, we're I don't like being hugged. Like when we were younger, we were socialized to always just be nice, be polite. Especially like in grade school, I had um, one of my patients' dad came in and told me that his daughter had hit a bully that was bullying her and her brother waiting for car pickup. <gasps> 
there was no teachers around. There was just parents, volunteer mm-hmm. parents, like uh-huh, helping uh-huh. people get to the car. And like she like full on slugged him. Wow. And then he got brought into the principal's office and he's probably in his mid thirties, like yeah, very uh-huh. close to yours and Ned's age. And he asked her, he's like, let's say her name is Kelly. Kelly, mm-hmm. did you hit him? Yes. Did he deserve it? Yes. And like, as a parent, you almost want to say like, okay, then like, cool. Okay. The cut and dried. Yeah. There you yeah. go. You, you hit a bully. You yeah. hit a person that was being mean to you. But we're socialized to kind of like when we're younger, we kind of have to yeah. hone that in and be like, okay, well I can't hit people. Like I have to stand up for myself and, it, it and is. it's like a fine line between both of those. Yeah. 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 Cause you also shouldn't like, you shouldn't, people. you shouldn't hit people, right? <laughs> you yeah. shouldn't hit people. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, think about There's how, nuance. like I, I think about a situation that a child gets in and how I would treat, like how, what I would do if I was in that situation as an adult, mm-hmm. you know, like if somebody pushed me off of something that I was doing, uh, like, would I then to stand up for myself, would I push back or would I, you know, like would I then use my words, but maybe they're being, being like mean and manipulative mm-hmm. using their words. And I was just so frustrated. You know, it's like, like even as adults with fully functioning, like cognitive, uh, uh critical thinking. Yeah. Skills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like sometimes you get into a situation where you're just like, I am so mad at you and you are being a dumb, dumb, you know, mm-hmm. And you just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Confusing. It mm-hmm. is confusing. It's so confusing. And yeah. I think he had hit her first. So it's like so hard to like be the oh bigger person gosh. and been like, okay. And the fact that it's like a boy hitting a girl yeah. and then yeah. like, and then the girl gets in trouble for hitting the boy. Yeah. 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 It's tough. And every situation's like, so I don't know. The wrinkle is that like her little brother was there. Yeah. So standing up mm-hmm. for her little brother. Channel your inner Becky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I would have fully thrown a tantrum as a child. My brother and I used to like beat the crap out of each other. And then eventually my dad had to like sit my brother down and be like, Yeah, you can't can't hit each other. Can't hit each other like this. And it's it's gonna be a lot worse for you if you hit her. Yeah. And like I have, you know, I'm pretty these arms. I got some guns. (laughs) Becky been working. I got the gun show. I've always had some pretty strong arms. So I think it was hard for my brother to be like, but it hurts. She's hitting me. She's hitting me. It's like too bad, buddy. (laughs) Gotta, we'll, we'll rein her in too, but (laughs) you really can't do that. Mm -hmm. Becky will get in trouble if she has to have these boundaries. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. And like teaching your kids, like these are, these are the boundaries uh, that society places on us. And these are the boundaries that, that we place on you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah different expectations. Yeah. yeah. But you do have to know those things. Yeah. yeah I don't know how it would be if we all live a kid in hit a bully. Yeah. That hit them. That hit First. them. I'd kind of be like, well, oh. <laughs> I, feel you know, like, I feel like I would that's what people. Do. That's what the parent was telling me. He's like, yeah. well, I do. I and I'm like, I do the same I thing know. that this parent did where it's like, well, uh, sounds like that she took care of it. Yeah. Um, no. Why am I here? <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 And you shouldn't have kids hitting kids. Yeah. They got to walk away, unfortunately. <sighs> yeah. Be the bigger person. Tough to be the bigger person when you're like seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're not big. big. Yeah. You're big. still very little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure there's a parenting book on this somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's Reddit thread for this. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that I've been realizing is that there's a parenting book for everything. Mm. Like there's a parenting book for one mm-hmm. side of the argument and a parenting book for the other side of the argument. Oh, yeah. And oh. so like which one there's a lot of approaches yeah i don't know bless your heart everyone's just trying their best everyone's just doing their best <laughs> yeah yeah even adults Jeez, people I wish we're, they were, adult we're just doing our best out here <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, i had to stop reading a book recently about anxiety i was like mm. i was reading yeah i was reading an, a new book it was just like, it was, it's like slightly a self-help book about mm-hmm. kind of how to manage your anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I can't, I can't, I was doing, it was, it was like a, uh, I was listening to it on audible and, uh, I was like, I, this is too self-helpy for me. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. handle it. It was too like, let's get it. Like, you know, like this is how we're going to change your life. Mm-hmm. I was like, Nope. Yeah. Off. <laughs> off. <laughs> Never mind. Oh man. <laughs> There are some good self-help books out there, though. I'm not a big self-help book person. Yeah? I like Kelsey Dara's book. Yeah. That's about it. 
And that's kind of like gravitate journaling. towards. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys? Gravitate towards self-help books? Uh, I like uh, subtle art yeah. of not giving a fuck. I liked that one, yeah. but I don't seek out like a ton. If I have a couple friends that really like self-help books and I trust mm-hmm. their opinions because I know there's a lot of them. Yeah. So if I get a glowing, re- a glowing review from one of them, I am more likely to pick it up. I do read, a, you know, I, I read a lot of uh, like nonfiction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I like the parenting books, especially the ones that are, um, like well-reviewed, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like there's, there's a couple, uh, by the same authors. There's like the whole brain child and, um, uh, another one that's kind of about like a little bit older children. Mm. Um, really, really interesting. Just like how a kid's brain works. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, I guess I just got into, self-help books by reading kids but you know like by reading those yeah. those books yeah. about parenting and stuff um but yeah this anxiety one just went way too far yeah it's like no i'm not i'm not doing this but there yeah. was that one about like the four-hour work week you know oh, like there was yeah, a there's yeah. a period of time when i went through that yeah sort of stuff four-hour work week blink um uh crib sheet is really good that's like the oh. that's like the parenting version of mm. of blink you, you guys really like it mm. it's it's fascinating um yeah, I love those kinds of books. Yeah, they're just I just eat that stuff up. That's just that's just like I, re- I read knowledge. a. Li- did you guys read Atomic yeah. Habits? I read a little bit of that one. No, that one's good too. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of same genre where they like talk about like ways you can jumpstart your life. <laughs> 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 but it was interesting. I liked it, um, and I think it's like powerful for people that are either in the process of finding a therapist or can't find a therapist. Like mm-hmm. I think that self help has, yeah, yeah. Has like a lot of powerful information for people who are looking to jumpstart their life. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you have to be like in the right mindset for yeah. it. Yeah, you, know you can't I mean? just like, hey, let me like turn on this self-help podcast in a car full of eight people. Like there's a chance right. that yeah. like yeah. three people will be into it and the other three are like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's got to be the right like and the right amount of woo-woo mixed with. Like, right, exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah, because woo woo is fun. I yeah. like woo woo. Woo woo can be fun. Uh, yeah, and people are in different like journeys and stuff, and some information is applicable, some is not so applicable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did yeah. you guys ever read that one? This this one came out a, a while ago. That was like, um, how to get people to like you. Like, there, it 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 had one of those catchy titles that was like hmm. how to how to make friends and get <gasps> oh, people to like you. Was that how to make friends and alienate something? Wasn't that it? I'm Googling. Yeah, Google it. It's like how to make friends and something, something. Um, But I remember listening to that one. And this was pre-audiobooks. So we we actually had the CDs. Oh. And Ned and I listened to it in the car on on the drive out to Los Angeles. Mm. And basically what we got from it is let people talk about themselves. Because when like uh, it, the, the, what they were talking about was um, when you have a conversation with somebody, mm-hmm. right? Um, what usually what people take from those conversations is how they felt mm-hmm. during that conversation. And the way to make somebody feel good during a conversation is for them to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fascinating? Mm-hmm. And so if you're in, if like, try to remember the last time that you met somebody new mm-hmm. at like a party or something. And do you remember really liking that person because they told you their life story? Or do you remember really liking that person because they listened and like, you know, let you kind of talk about your things. And then maybe they ask some clarifying questions and, (laughs) you know, like, it's, it's interesting. It's really interesting to think about. It's about the questions. It's about the questions. That's important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As asking questions. Because I think so often we want to relate. Mm-hmm. And the way our brains go like, oh, yeah, you can relate to them by sharing a story that's similar exactly. to the thing that they just talked about. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, no, that's just talking about you. Right. Instead mm-hmm. of asking like, who, what, where, when? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I also got that book. No, the book is How to Lose Friends and Alienate People. That was a movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. Slash movie. <laughs> no, no, this one. This one's called. No, I'll, I'll find it. It's called How to Make Friends and Something Something. That's nice. I like that. Uh, yeah. Letting people talk. I saw that on like TikTok. One girl was talking about how her therapist said um, for their like 
like their couples therapist said to um, ask each other a question and then the other person can talk for five minutes uninterrupted. It's it's supposed to be like a lesson in listening. Mm. How to win friends and influence people. Oh, influence. It sounds like this one that you're talking about. Sounds like the parody version. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because this one's old. This one's old, old. Oh, okay. How to win friends and influence people. Breathe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a fascinating book. A little dry. Okay. No jokes? No, I had some jokes. But old people jokes. Yeah. It's no (laughs) uh, motorcycle zen. Zen Zen in the art of motorcycle maintenance. I believe so. I have never read it because I actually thought it was a motorcycle maintenance book. Isn't part of it? No. I don't know. Isn't that like the calming? Miles, I feel like you've read this book. Zen, Zen and the art of and motorcycle, art of motorcycle maintenance. maintenance. I've heard so much about it. I've also heard that <laughs> I've never read it. <laughs> oh, Sounds very it. cool, though. Okay. This is Jonathan. I feel like Jonathan's probably yes. I feel like Jonathan you know has I mean? probably Definitely. written something like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Jonathan, Jonathan wrote it. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan wrote it. Guys, basically, we are very, very good at advice, and we went through all of our advice already. Um, <laughs> so keep sending us advice questions, yes, and please. we'll keep answering them. Yeah, I love reading them. Yeah, but just a round out the end of this episode with some humor <laughs> we're gonna do this or that we're gonna continue from the other the other day um you know we love debating uh topics mm-hmm. such as chris's like mm-hmm. chris's which chris is the best chris mm-hmm. okay yeah. um yeah candy things candy. like that Mom, you got any this or that's for us? Yeah, let from me the mind find of it. Miles Bonsignore. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, we've been talking a lot about uh, relationships on this podcast, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to go straight to the bottom of the uh, of the of the this or that here. Mm-hmm. Um, Miles has laid out five gorgeous features in a sexy man. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is what we have here, Dad. and it starts with. Dad. All right, we're gonna go beautiful nose or a chiseled jaw. And I don't think that this needs to have anything to do with RSOs. Yeah, yeah. This is just taking it. This out is just of it. life. This yeah. is just like if I were to look at a beautiful man. Yeah. <sighs> tough. tough. Yeah. Because sometimes jaw could be too chiseled. Yeah, yeah. you could, could have be a little too chiseled. I mean. Okay. I don't care about noses though. I, I feel like, yeah. yeah, I don't have a preference. I kind of like big nose on, big noses on guys. I'm thinking about, uh, our beautiful friend, Matt and how he does have an extremely well chiseled jaw. Yeah. Chiseled jaw. I think I'm going to have to go with the jaw. Yeah. Let's go with jaw. Let's go with jaw. Okay. Chiseled jaw. <laughs> okay. Now chiseled jaw or uh-huh. rippling biceps. Tough, so tough. Again, Matthew McLean. I know. Right? Are you? Did you just look at a picture of Matt <laughs> and, and put these together? <laughs> put it on. <laughs> uh, you know, <sighs> biceps aren't that. Like the the thing is, you can always have too much of a good thing. Yeah, yeah that's you know? true. Like once you get into like John Cena territory with the rippling biceps, that means he's not spending enough time with me because exactly. he's in the gym. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, like, what is he? What he could he possibly yeah. be lifting? Yeah, that is making yeah. his biceps so enormous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I think we're on chisel jaw. Chisel jaw is still yeah. winning because yeah. also there's something about a like there's a sexy man, mm-hmm. and then there's like you know because you can anybody can get some biceps exactly of any size exactly. I mean, some mm-hmm. are bigger than others. Whatever. And I feel <laughs> like uh, it, it, you know the biceps. It clearly takes work. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, but I feel like sexy. It it it, it should come naturally. I don't. You know. could buy a jaw. You could buy a jaw. You could buy a jaw. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You could Less buy likely. A jaw. Less you buy likely. A nose. You buy a nose. Um, okay. Well, chiseled jaw or <laughs> fantastic eyebrows. Oh, I'm going eyebrows. I love really? eyebrows. Love a good eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, Eugene oh, Levy vibes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just good eyebrows. I have good eyebrows. I, I almost never notice eyebrows on a man. Oh, really? But that probably means that they're if good I eyebrows. didn't notice them, they're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what makes a good eyebrow? Are we, are, are we talking like full caterpillars on? I think it could be anything. It could be you could be Eugene Levy, or you could be like super manicured and ma- you know had some maintenance on uh-huh, them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But either way, I just think a good 
eyebrows are the you know windows to the eyes mm-hmm. so they shape the face do you guys groom uh your so's eyebrows oh no. yeah all the time <laughs> I, I i do too yeah what, ned gets these grandpa hairs that, that's really? what we call him grandpa oh hairs and he, and he doesn't he doesn't like it when people touch his face and so i have to like oh. i have to be very i have to it's it's almost like like uh, approaching a wild like cat you know, you're like, I'm going to trim your eyebrows now. Corner him in a corner. This is happening. Close your eyes. We're going to do this. Okay, I'm snipping one right Hand now. him a piece of cheese. Yeah, so seriously, I have to like distract him. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. That's funny. It's really, really strange. But you don't groom. I don't think I need. Zach doesn't really have. He has nice eyebrows. They are well kept. Like yeah. mine grow. I have to trim mine. They get like really curly on the ends. It's genetic. Um, but Zach has like a different kind of hair texture where it just kind of all stays in one spot. He's very lucky. Of all the hair that that yeah. man grows on his body. I know. He sometimes gets little ear hairs that I'll pluck. <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah, they get I like little that. curlies. And They're very, like, okay, gotta come out. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, I see I see my parents kind of, you know, my mom will groom my dad all the time. <laughs> what you get to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you got a, you got a little stray grandpa hair here. Yeah. And I do that to Ned and he's just like, stop it, stop it. Yeah. I'm like, no, I, honey, you need to get used to this. That's to happen. Yeah, somebody's got to <laughs> do it and it's not you, so... <laughs> So come here. Give me that eyebrow. <laughs> Give me that eyebrow. Okay. So, so you guys are, you guys are firmly in the eyebrow camp. Uh, you know, I could go, I think I could stay with jaw. I'm on eyebrow. So you're going to be the, the tiebreaker. Well, I got to go with jaw too, because I right. never notice eyebrows. I never All notice right. them uh, unless Fair. there's a stray hair, mm. you know, in which case mm, eyebrows. Have you ever tried trimming eyebrow hairs with, I mean, not my own, obviously, uh, but uh, trimming somebody else's eyebrow hairs with a um, cuticle snipper? Cuticle snipper. Oh, yeah, like tiny, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. tiny scissors. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. But not yeah. the tiny scissors, like the ones that they use when they're doing your nails. Yeah. I wouldn't the think to so. put oh, that near my eye. Uh-huh. I don't know. I think those might be a little too. Yeah, because the, well, I guess... I feel the, like you wouldn't be able the to surface see where you were area going. of the opening is much smaller than actual scissors. Mm-hmm. If I was, if that was the only tool I had, I'm sure I could. But I have found that that is the best tool huh. for for you know my little wild cat. Really, wild cat. yeah, my wild. But cat. If you have multiple hairs like yours, truly, mm. but I got like so snip, snip, ten snip, at snip, a time, snip, and yeah. I'm like, whoop. Now I've just got the one very thick, strange hair. Oh, if yeah. it's thick, okay. and and a lot of times, like the scissors, it'll sort of slide through the scissors, and so I have to like hold it, and then and then you know Ned starts to be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so if I just have the one, and I just go snip, deep, yeah. Mm. Pro tip, pro tip, pro tip. <laughs> for those of you who have, a, yeah. You can't can't get him to sit still. Hmm. Um, yes. All right. Okay. Last one. Um, fantastic eyebrows and or chiseled jaw or a sultry smile. Sultry. Sultry. We're talking like Scorpio smile. Like Maggie knows what I'm talking about. Scorpio like get over here. <laughs> what? <laughs> For Mortal Kombat. Maggie and I are both the, the astrological signs. Oh, Scorpio. Yeah. Yes. Our Scorpio Scorpios have sultry. Sultry. Scorpios yes. are sultry. Very sultry. What birth month? November. 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 Yeah. Sultry. Mm-hmm. Oh. I should. I ran across a, like an Instagram post the other day mm-hmm. that was astrological signs and like the to do list, like the daily to do list of an astrological sign, and I found what it was very funny. You, you, did you I see didn't that? see it? What was oh. ours? Oh gosh, <laughs> ours. You know, it had like. Well, it, 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 so my sister's a Virgo and so I sent it to okay. her, um, and, and a Virgo, they're like perfectionists. And, and so it was all these things that was like, make a list of things that I need to make lists of. And, you know, like all these different things, like hilarious. And so then I, I, you know, I scrolled through to find Scorpio and, um, it, you know, it had like, uh, go to a coffee shop and just stare into somebody's eyes. Oh. Uh, and then it had, and, and then, and then it had spoopy redacted. <laughs> Which clearly was like a sexual reference, uh-huh. um, which I found very funny. Um, but yeah, like uh, Scorpio. Yeah. So uh, what else did it have? Uh, it had go for a walk and brood. 
It, 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 it was like very deep into the, you know, like brooding, so sexy. Scorpios are like uh, emotional, uh-huh. like yeah. deep. Deep. With the brooding. Yep. I'm like, with the like brooding. Deep. deep. Uh, we, so one thing that uh, has stuck with me about Scorpios is that we do not forgive easily. Really? Oh, yeah. Like mm. if somebody wrongs us uh, and, you know. And we've decided that we are not friends with them. They gone dead, 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 dead to, you. to me. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I feel like What's I'm more your of a Scorpio than you are. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. I know. I like recently had to do my, one of my friends is a Virgo and she's like, Maggie, like, I swear you have Virgo energy in you somewhere. And I'm like, really? That's so nice. I love so many Virgos. Um, and she had me call my mom. My mom has my birth certificate still. I've been trying to get a hold of it, but I think she's keeping it captive so I don't get married and not tell her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah. Uh, so what is your moon? I think I'm Pisces moon and then like Sagittarius, something else. Interesting. Yeah. My Virgo friend was disappointed. I don't know that much about uh, like astrological signs. I don't I only, either. I, only I don't know, either. Like, I sort of snippets here and there, you know, but like, it's I fun know to hear the myself. comedy about yeah. people who know a lot about them and the jokes that yeah. they have for the signs. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Have you guys I, heard of the birthday book? Mm-mm. So there's this book, our friend, I think Katie is the one who got it. Yeah. Um, She has this book and it's called the birthday book and you can look and you could see, Um, the month and the day you were born. And I'll tell you, like, obviously other people that were born that day. But then it also had, like, very specific, like, character traits that someone born on this day would have. Uh Interesting. Are they eerily accurate? They were creepily accurate. Because, like, like, the one that, like, made me go, like, oh, oh, my God, no thing. Because I'm a Gemini, and I feel like you always see those lists on Geminis, and I'm like, whatever. Ugh, fine. You're this two, one, like, you do the two things. You do the two things. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we get it. We get it. Um, but this one said for specifically for people born on my birthday that they're so um, rule oriented and focused to the point of almost doing things that are illegal. Really? And I was like, that that is me to a T. Wait. Because I'm like, you have, well, like you have these like rules in society that you follow And you're like, okay, well, the rule is that you're supposed to be fair to everyone. Uh So if things are unfair, fuck everyone, fuck everyone. Yeah, that's sort of like getting very close to like, like following the rules too much that you're almost breaking the rules. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I was like, that's creepy. (laughs) I was like, no one's ever said that before. That's so funny. But it's true. It is interesting how some, some of these things are so eerily accurate. And also that like, so different as well. You know, Is like that me. Well, here, here I'm looking at like Maggie and I are the same astrological sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet we, we can be very, very different. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And so it's like, how do you, how do you just broadly say that like this, that like everybody that was mm. born in this month has all the same traits, you yeah. know? But I guess they, yeah. they speak in a way universally where you're like, Oh, that makes sense. Cause like we are all, in the end, all humans dealing That's with right. our own shit yes. and our own baggage in our own way. Well, it's the same way that like psychics work and things like that. They sort of say something that speaks to everyone. You know, like you, there's a dark figure in your future. But it's fun. You know? Yeah. Oh, I agree. It's completely <laughs> fun. <laughs> Do you and, remember going to mm-hmm. the BuzzFeed holiday party where you saw the psychic, the like card reader, and she told you that you were going to have a, uh, I think she said you were going to have a boy. Yeah. Yeah. We were like, like, oh, shit. Like, she knows. She knows. And we were like, Ariel, it's 50-50. 50-50, Ariel. <laughs> but you like it. Like, you, I do. You are, I feel like you're a person who's very open to. Oh, yeah. Um, like, hearing. Yeah. I don't know what I would call, like, woo-woo things. Like I like you're, woo-woo things. Yeah, you're very open to that and very receptive when I feel like, you know, that comes in. I think that's a really good trait. It's, mm-hmm. you know, Is it a Virgo thing? Yeah. <laughs> You mean a Scorpio thing? Scorpio? Yeah. yeah. It might be. It might be a Scorpio thing. Yeah, they're like very open-minded. You know, I I consider myself like, I like that because I, I've i always thought of it as sort of like spiritual, you yeah. know, but it has nothing to do with being spiritual. It's just, it's just, I like, 
I, I like thinking about those woo-woo things. Yeah. Yeah. You're just open. You're very like go with the flow, uh-huh. but like open-minded to the flow. Yeah. 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 Like this is happening. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're just like, okay. Boy or girl. Sure. Okay. Great. <laughs> she got it. Yeah. Very positive. Very upbeat. Yeah. Positive. So if I could write that your Scorpio oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me. thing. See, and that's the opposite of Scorpios. Like Scorpios generally are not super positive. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like, moody. Really? They're supposed to be moody. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember one Eugene. No, he's not. I've, I, Eugene's not a Scorpio. I no, feel like no. Eugene kind of has Scorpio energy, um, mm. but he's definitely not a Scorpio. Yeah. Scorpios are known to be mm-hmm. villains. Miles knows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Scorpios are villains. <laughs> I think Scorpios are villains. We're villains. They're always <gasps> yeah. villains. I mean, what? Yeah. yeah, we're villains. We got bad. We got a bad rap. Crazy, right? So <laughs> the title of this episode is Maggie is a villain. Um, Maggie and Ariel are villains. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have someone on who knows about astrology. Yeah, that would be fun. And like talk to an astrologer. E-L-Y. Yeah, I would love that. Like Jin Lee Yang. <gasps> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Lawai. Lawai? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I was like, is there a famous astrologer that I don't know about? Eugene. Oh, yeah. I feel like Eugene would love yeah. to talk about astrology. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. That'd be super fun. Is he here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. Let's do it right now. Eugene. No. We're in. way over. We'll have a bonus episode with uh, of astrology with Eugene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you are in in the comments, let us know your astrological sign mm-hmm. and how accurate it is to mm-hmm. what you think. Mm-hmm. And while you're there in the comments, go to that subscribe button. Go to that automatic download mm-hmm. button. Rate and review. And yeah, let us know what else you want to hear about um, from... Two villains and a Gemini. A Gemini, yeah. So two, <laughs> so two more villains. Yes. So yeah. So if you want to hear from four villains, <laughs> we are the villains of this story. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Rachel will be back next week, I believe. Oh, I might be lying. All right. Well, peace out. Bye. Peace out, Cub Scout. Bye.